Hi, everybody. This is Mark Lewandowski with Mind Your Business. What is Mind Your Business? It is a website full of great content and podcasts that come from real world experience, not a bunch of crap you read in a textbook. Listen, folks, this is 30 years of me running businesses, businesses that I started from scratch or that I was hired to help run. This is real world great nuggets of knowledge. The whole idea of Mind Your Business is for you to build your personal capacity. It's your ability to make an impact in your world, whether it's an organization, whether it's a club, whether it's within your family, or anything you do, can you make an impact? And the answer is yes, but every day you got to get better. You've got to get stronger. It's just like being an athlete. You, you build your muscles, you build your endurance. Well, in business, you build your knowledge, you build your experience, you build your expertise, and then you take that to the marketplace. That is how you build your capacity. Now, who should be listening? There's not a soul out there that can't benefit from this content, but let me tell you, out of 10 people, everybody's going to get a different nugget out of every piece of content. So when you're listening to this, listen for the stuff that really resonates for you. And then send me a message. Connect with us. Be engaged. Let us know what's working for you and what you need more of. This is going to be a great, great adventure for all of us. And I'm very excited that you're a part of what we're doing. We're going to start today reminding you about a book, a famous book by Hemingway called For Whom the Bell Tolls. Many of you have heard of it. In fact, I bet a lot of you have read the book because it's a fantastic book. In the book, the central character is charged with blowing a bridge. The whole idea of his job is to be ready with dynamite explosives under the bridge so that if the other army gets close enough, he can burn the bridge or blow the bridge in this case just before the tanks come across the bridge and take the land. Now, the question becomes, why doesn't he just blow the bridge and move on? And the reason is because you don't blow the bridge in war unless you absolutely have to blow the bridge. You only blow the bridge right before the tanks come across because once you've blown it, you can't take it back. You can't just quickly rebuild that bridge. Well, friends, today I'm going to talk to you about not burning bridges. The reason that this topic came up is just last week, I was in Phoenix for a conference and I had just gotten off the plane. I caught a lift and headed to the hotel, just got there in time. I couldn't even check in, but they were having lunch out on the patio. So I set my bags down and I jumped in there and grabbed the plate because it had been a long morning with travel and I was ready for lunch. And as soon as I grabbed the plate and started going through the line, I looked up and across the table from me on the other side of the buffet line was a friend of mine named James. And it shocked me. I looked and I said, James, how are you? And so we put down our plates. We gave a little cursory hug and a handshake. And I introduced him to my friends that I was with and, and we decided to sit together. And it was really amazing because just a year ago, James and I had a very significant falling out in business. He and I had played golf together, talked strategy, traveled to see each other's companies, and we were going to do some business together until I saw one of his call centers and he had about eight major failure points in his workflow. And I just couldn't hand over my customers to James. Not yet. 
In fact, I wrote him an email. I wanted to treat him as positively as I could with as much respect. So I wrote a full email identifying what were the failure points and what I thought he needed to do to fix those failure points so we could work together. And when he said he couldn't do it, I knew I had kind of hurt his feelings, probably offended him, but most importantly, I had probably embarrassed him. And so we opted not to do business. And I said, James, it's not no, it's not yet. And neither one of us said to the other person anything that would absolutely destroy the relationship or burn the bridge. And now here we are one year later and five days after I bump into him. And now we're talking about doing business together, advancing our companies and profiting from our friendship because he fixed those things. We did not burn the bridge. See, so many times people burn the bridges and they can't go back and repair them. I remember about 10 years ago, I I really needed to hire somebody out of the Dallas Metroplex area. And so I called this young man named Todd and I flew him to my office and we had lunch together. And then we sat and we talked all day long about the things that he does, what were his skill sets. And I was looking for a very specific role. And really, It was really a senior role in sales. And this is not just one of those things where you pop in and do a quick sale. This is really relationship building. And so I spent a lot of time with him. And at the end of the time, I I pulled him aside and I I said, you know, I'm going to send you back to the airport now, but I just do not believe that you are ready for this role. And again, I said, not no, but not yet. I think you need to develop your skills. And then we'd like to look at you again in the future. Well, he was pissed. He was absolutely just pissed off. How do I know that? Because we have mutual friends in the business. He started bad-mouthing me behind my back. He said things on Facebook. He said things to friends and to vendors. And it all got back to me that he was really pissed at me. Well, I thought, God, if Todd's going to do that to me after I honored him by saying, it's, it's not no, but not yet. What could he do to my clients? So therefore, I decided that I'm probably not ever going to hire that guy. Well, about two or three months go by and I get a phone call from my boss in New York and he says, Mark, I need you to go down to Dallas. We're going to buy a big company down there and we're going to pay about $50 million for that company. So we need you to go down and we're going to have you do all the due diligence in the, in the file room. Well, at that time, not all companies were sophisticated enough to have electronic file rooms. So today, it would be a no-brainer that you'd have an electronic file room, that all your files would be stored electronically, and you could access them anywhere in the country. But at that time, you'd actually pull papers, build a file room, and then somebody like me would go in at night when no one knew you were there, because as a publicly traded company, we can't let anybody know who we're buying or what we're doing. So I would go in at seven o'clock, have a key to the door, go into the private file room, go through my due diligence, looking at all the files. Well, in this particular case, I had to go to the bathroom. I mean, you know, it's nine o'clock at night. I'd been there several hours. So I snuck down the hallway, went in the bathroom and right there was Todd. And I looked there like, Todd, He's like, Mark, what are you doing here? And I had to lie to him. I couldn't tell him, well, I'm here buying your company. I'm doing the due diligence to acquire your business. But he was no dummy. So I think he figured it out. And as things progressed and we did buy the company, we didn't have room for multiple high-end salespeople in Dallas. 
And because he had burned the bridge with me years ago, he was the one that did not make the jump from his current job to the future company. You know, you just don't want to be that person that burns bridges. So what do you do if somebody really pisses you off? If they treat you badly, what happens when someone fires you? Maybe a client fires you or maybe a company fires you. What if somebody replaces you and says, I no longer need you to do this. I'm replacing you with someone else. What do you do if somebody treats you badly? Do you treat them with disrespect? Do you say horrible things? No, you need to make a decision right now. Are you going to build bridges or are you going to burn bridges? Your response is everything to those situations. You're going to be pissed. You're going to have your feelings hurt. You might even be embarrassed like my friend James. But having the maturity not to burn bridges is big for your future. What do you say if someone decides not to go with you after you worked weeks or months on building and putting together an RFP, uh, sending out notes, going to meetings, trying to work on a deal? Or what happens after one year of busting your butt, somebody fires you and replaces you with someone else? You've got two choices. You either build the bridge or you burn the bridge. There's no, there's no secondary choice. You either burn a bridge or you build a bridge. It's up to you. I've got a philosophy where I try to separate the person from the behavior and I try to separate the results from the action. Let's start with the results from the action. First, I try to say that the result was not good, but it's not the people or my, I'm not offended or I'm not angry with you. I'm just sorry that this situation didn't work out. So when things go badly between me and another person, instead of burning the bridge, I try to say something like, I'm so sorry that things didn't work out the way we wanted. Instead of saying, you suck, you big jerk, or I'm sorry I blew it. You know, many times people think that you blew it, and the truth is you didn't blow it. You didn't really make mistakes, and you got fired anyway, and you're not going to take blame. Maybe you're going to, you're not going to say, I'm not going to go to that guy and say, I'm sorry I blew it when you really didn't blow it. So what do you say? You say something like, I'm sorry that your expectations were not met. Or, I'm sorry that things didn't go the way we planned. That's a way of engaging with the person and separating in a relationship in a way that doesn't identify that you failed because you didn't or throws rocks at the other person. You do not have to admit fault when fault does not exist. It's a really small world and you don't want to burn bridges. You want to build them. You may need those people down the road. You know, for my entire career, I have separated the person from their behaviors and try to say, okay, here's a person and here's the behavior I didn't like. And because I've tried to separate the person from the behavior, it's allowed me to separate myself from people, including firing people and still being friends with them years after. It's amazing when you separate the person from their actions, you don't destroy the relationships. You know, I remember years ago, I had to let a guy go. His name was Rob. And 10 years later, he became the senior vice president of a company now 
I need for my business. So I was able to call Rob right away, pick up the phone, say, hi, Rob, this is Mark. And Rob's so happy to talk to me because I didn't, I didn't injure my relationship with Rob. I simply identified that his behaviors or his actions were no longer something I can engage. I could no longer continue to do business or hire somebody that had those behaviors. I didn't separate myself from Rob. I separated myself from Rob's actions. The same thing happened with a, a friend of mine named Chris. Chris behaved badly. I had to let Chris go. It wasn't that I didn't like Chris. In fact, I love Chris, just like a brother. But I just could no longer be involved with Chris. And since I I separated with Chris in a positive way, years later, someone asked Chris about me. And Chris said behind my back, he said, you know, that guy is an honorable person. He is not easy to work for, but he is an honorable person. So when you separate the person from the behavior, you don't burn bridges. So think about this. You have got to decide now how you're going to engage with other people. Remember, we talk about this in Mind Your Business all the time. Luck is not a strategy. You don't rely on whatever you feel like at that last given moment. That's not how you decide your behavior. You plan your behavior today while you're calm and you're intuitive and you're thoughtful and you say, I might need people in the future because I really want to be respected and admired, not feared and hated. I want to be, if I'm going to be respected and admired, then I don't want to burn bridges and I don't want to treat people badly. Be strategic in the way that you handle relationships. If you choose how to handle relationships now, then when the time comes, you're going to choose your words carefully and your words are like dynamite. Good words sustain a bridge. Bad words blow up the bridge. It's a humbling experience to have to go back and repeat a situation or go back. And if you've burned the bridge, you can't go back. But if you've established good relationships, you've supported the bridges, which are the relationships between you and another person in business, you stand a very good chance to advance your career, build your capacity to make an impact, and have a wonderful and successful life. Hey guys, this is Mark Lewandowski thanking you for joining me today. I'm really excited that you're enjoying the content. It means a lot to me. And I want to encourage you to go deeper into this content by visiting my website at marklewandowski.com. On that website, you're going to find more information like blog posts and all of the other topics we've talked about thus far. And while supplies last, I'm going to give you a copy of my book called Rattle Your Cage. It is a bestseller and it's an idea stimulator. It's designed to help you kickstart your ideas, get more and more out of your day, more and more out of the way you think. And I'm excited about it. So go onto my website, go to the connect section. Fill in the information, and I'll send a book to you right away. Again, thank you for being a part of the special things we're doing. Tell your friends and your family members where you're getting this good content. And remember that some is not a number. Soon is not a time. And damn it, luck is not a strategy. 